and like I said, man, the job is just it's never over, right? It's a it's a lifelong contract that you sign being a parent or being being a dad, you know. And then there's another aspect, the things that cross my mind of being not just being a father, but being a father of a black child, black boy, right? There's a whole his innocence, right? He don't know nothing. My son is, is super friendly, man. My son will walk outside and speak and wave to any and everybody, no matter what their skin color is. You know? Um, and I want to keep him as innocent as he can, as long as he can. But there's a whole nother real world aspect that he's going to have to learn. And that's for me to teach him and prepare him for. It's your boy Verse, and this is Open Mic with OTR Mike. Chitch, yeah. Yo, 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 what up, good people? It's your boy OTR Mike. Let me be the first to welcome you to another episode of Open Mic. Truly, that's right, good people. This is the show where the mic is open for any discussion, no matter what it is, who it is, or where it is. And as I start every show, man, let me thank you guys for rocking with me. Right? I do this every show, but I got to because I really, really appreciate you guys. Man, look, this uh, I know you're tired of hearing it, but look, man, this solo journey is not easy, it's not easy. Right, podcasting itself is not easy, but that's a whole nother episode. Um, but I just really appreciate y'all, man, and the love that you guys have been showing. Um, man, a lot of love, man. I I don't even know where to start, man. Like, just it's in everything you guys have just been supporting me, and thank you, thank you. Um, but look, man, a lot has changed in the show with the show. Um, one of the things that's new as I speak about support is I have a Patreon now, right? And, uh, man, a lot of you guys have shown love just through watching the show, just through listening on your favorite streaming, podcast streaming platforms, and I appreciate that love for sure. And then you have some that has actually joined my Patreon and supported me that way. And, um, it's already paying dividends, man. A lot of you just showing, like, just showing support, man. The love, like, I would have never imagined, right? <laughs> Starting a Patreon, one. We talked about it even when I when I was with Off the Record Podcast, and I just was like, man, who's gonna who's gonna join our Patreon, right? Um, and shout out to Jose and Brodney and Lunch Break High Take. Shout out to Coach Evans. Shout out to Hendo Road Pod. You know, a lot of those guys, man, just told me, man, do it, man. There's a lot of people who would think you dope and they they think you dope and they want to support your show. Um, and man, they were right. And you know, as you could tell, you know, hopefully you could tell I have better <laughs> video quality right now for those who are watching, and that's part of the you know, the support that you guys have shown, right? Everything that you, you know, that you put into the show. Or you know any way you support the show, I'm putting it back into the show, and that's one thing that I wanted to do. I wanted to give you guys the best quality 
and the best show that I could possibly give you. So thank you guys, man. And um, of course, you know, there's benefits of joining the Patreon. Um, there's different tiers. There's different, you know, um, like I said, different benefits that you get from becoming a Patreon, man. And I want to show you guys that quickly before we get the show going. Uh, one of the things that you can get from being a Patreon is the open mic with OTR mic drawstring bag. Right, man. Look, y'all going to the gym. You know, y'all going to you know the wine festivals. You trying to tuck something away. Whatever you do, it. You know, this will be there to help. And then the people will see like, who's that fly brother on your back? Right. But that's one thing, right? And then there's also this. Now you see this, right? This is, you know, you just think that's a stripe across my face. No, 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 no. That's just what it said on the open mic wristband. The glow in the dark wristband right that's one of the benefits you get of course it says open mic with otr mic and then one of my favorite slogans phrases whatever you want to say is the best nation is a donation so that's hashtag best nation is a donation so that's on the go in the dark wristband and then of course man i got the open mic with otr mic stickers yeah, man. And then other things will be coming, man. I'm looking into some other things and other benefits to send out my Patreons. So I appreciate that. I really do. And another thing that I promise my Patreon members is you get a shout out. You get a shout out on open mic with OTR mic. Whether you want it or not, it's just going to happen, right? I'm going to shout you out. So speaking of shouting out, I got some people to show some love to. So take a look at this. For those listening, man, shout out to my man, Brandon Bazell. He's my first patron. Hendo, the road pod. Shout out. Brandon Buck, of the Buck Stops Here. Shout him out. D. Weezy. Yeah, my guy. Mr. Galloway of Electric Relaxations. Big Reg of Living with Big Reg. Living Legend. Check his music out. Shout out to him, my, my brother, OTR Brandy. He's a Patreon member. That's not it. Got a couple more for those who are watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the graphic. You all get this. Monique, my girl Monique. Shout out to her. Check her workout. Um, She's dope as well. And then, last but not least, my guy, my brother, Will G. Shout out to you, my friend. And those are the open mic Patreon family members. I call them family members. When you join my Patreon, you get shouted out, and you are dubbed my family member. So that's what it is. So those are my my family members, my Patreon families, family got family members. Blah, blah, excuse me. Um. So yeah, man, appreciate that. I I really really do. Thank you guys so much. Um. You know, there's a, there's other benefits like you know you get that participate in the show you get to send me questions that i'll answer on live on the show however you want to do it right that's just that's just a part that's just a part of this whole thing right so love you guys man i appreciate the support and if you want to be great like them it's on the ticker below www.patreon.com slash otr mike that's how you can find my patreon on my patreon and become a patron Check it out. Check out the tiers that might suit you. Enjoy. 
I appreciate you in advance. So now let's get to the show. <laughs> Had to pay some bills. You know how that goes. When you do these things, you gotta pay some bills. But um, look, man, I, I don't. I hope to not be before you long, right? And as you can see, I'm solo this week. Um, you know, the past couple of weeks, last couple of episodes, man, I've had guests and I've had great guests, and they allowed me to put the format of my show to test, which is opening up the mic to the guests and letting them come on the show and discuss whatever they want to discuss. And that's what's been happening lately. And I appreciate those guests, but I'm solo because this one kind of just hit me out of nowhere. So I want you to bear with me because I'm kind of, I'm a, I'm a freestyle this one, right? I really don't have any notes. Um, this is just going to come off the dome. This is just coming off the heart. So hopefully I don't ramble too long and I can get on with the show. and You guys can understand what I'm talking about. So sit back, relax, man, and join me in this conversation. So we all have Facebook pages, right? Well, most of us do, right? I, I mean, if you don't have a, page, a Facebook page, you probably had it and you just got off of one or got off of it. And then, yeah, I guess there are a few people who really don't rock with Facebook, never really did. But majority of the people I know have a Facebook page, right? And one of the cool things about Facebook is they have the memories feature, right? Where when you log on each day, it'll show you memories of of past posts. Could be seven years ago that you made a post and it'll show you what you posted that day, which I think is cool, man, because it gives you a chance to reflect on whatever it is, whether you're young you and you get to see how crazy you was posting or, man, it just brings back a memory that you may have forgot about, right? So I just think that's cool. Um, but when I saw mine today, it hit me, right? And it put me in reflection mode. And shout out to D Murph, right? Um, who, when he was on Open Mic, he talked about reflecting, and that's what he did while he was talking to me, man. He gave him a chance to reflect on a lot of things, and um, I appreciate him for that. So shout out to D Murph. But that's what this Facebook memory post did for me today. It put me in reflection, right? And it made me begin to reflect on my first four years as a father, right? Because the post <laughs> was about my son and, and my son being born and, um, you know, some of the ups and downs of being a new father. So I'm going to show you the post. Here's the post, man, four years ago today. All right, it says fatherhood is not easy. My boys tried to tell me that. I believe them, of course. Sometimes you feel like you're doing too much. Sometimes you feel like you could be doing more. You feel every little tummy ache right along with them. The saying about being exhausted is all facts. But with all that said, my bro, Donnie Wallace, has always said he wouldn't trade it for the world and how it's the best feeling ever, which is also facts. I've grown to love these moments because it gives me a chance to give him this that secure feeling. A way to let him know daddy got him. Plus, I know one day he will be too damn grown for all of that. <laughs> anyway, the moral of the story is fatherhood is not easy, but it damn sure is worth it. Shout out to all the brothers on my timeline doing their thing and for all the advice prepping me for this. So, yeah, <laughs> it, 
man, it, it, it just put me back in that moment, right? And I and I talk about um keeping him secure. And what I meant by that is it, this picture was on the post. Um, this is me holding my son, who at that moment was a month and one day old. And as you can see in my face, I am dead tired. <laughs> but, man, I love those moments with him. Man, I loved him, you know, falling asleep on my shoulder and, and resting on me and just him clutching me, you know. I just wanted him to feel secure. And no matter what was going on, if he wasn't feeling well or uh, had a little tummy ache, you know, whatever it was, man, I just wanted him to know that dad got him, right? But I also talk about in that post, <laughs> basically, you know, the ups and downs of it, right? And look, my a lot of my guy, I, I'm I'm probably I am the last in the crew of my crew uh, to have kids, right? And you know, so a lot of my guys were veterans already in the game. And they were telling me, man, look, this is what you expect. Look, you ain't going to get no sleep. You know, you ain't going, you know, and it, it, everything they said, man, kind of scared me. It's like, damn, do I, am I sure I want to do this? <laughs> but, you know, they would always end it. Like I said, I shout out my man, Donnie Wallace. Um, he would always say, man, but through all of that, it's the best thing that ever happened to him. It's the best feeling in the world to be someone's dad. And he was 100% correct. Right. Um, and he was also 100 percent correct on other things that he told me that scared me a little bit. Right. And. Man. Just thinking like back to being in the hospital or even going back further, man, the, all, all of the, the scares or the false alarms. Right. Thinking my wife is going into labor and. Mm, false alarm y'all gotta go home to that moment where you know we went and they were like okay this is it right and that feeling and the the fear kind of and the the anxiety in that right and then getting ready for him to come out right and uh, back then you know they gave the father or whoever was the guest of the the uh, the woman giving birth, they gave them a key card at the hospital my son was born in anyway. And you were responsible for letting in anybody who was coming to visit or coming to be a part of the childbirth. So my mother-in-law was in town, of course, and she went up to the cafeteria to get something to eat because all morning, all morning long, all, all afternoon long, uh, not ready yet, not ready yet, not ready yet. So you, she goes to the cafeteria to get something to eat. The doctor comes in, checks my wife, and she's like, oh, it's go time, right? And it just, it, it happened that quick. And I call, I'm i calling my mother-in-law like, yeah, she's about to she's about to go, she's about to get birth. So my mother-in-law drops whatever she has. She runs down. I have to run out the room to swipe her in, right? So by the time I run out the room to swipe her in, and we get back to the room, man, my wife is already pushing. <laughs> so I'm like, well, damn, I guess you can't wait for me on this, right? <laughs> and standing there and holding my wife's hand, and she had prepped me before, like, look, 
Don't say nothing dumb. <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear breathe. Count two, one, three, two, one. She don't want to hear none of that, right? And uh, so I'm sitting there, and I again, I, I'm feeling like I'm in the way. I'm lost. I'm at a loss for words. I don't know what to say. I just want to make sure I ain't faint or nothing. And like, yo, the only thing, <laughs> the only thing. Now, mind you, my wife was handling this like a champ. Not one tear. Now I know, you know, they give them some some feel good juice, so they don't really feel what's going on. But still, like I've heard some women giving birth and giving it up, like crying like screeching and i'm like oh please don't let that be my wife but she wasn't but the only thing i could muster up was well if that's his head he sure got a lot of hair that's the only thing that came out of my mouth yeah i know i know y'all shaking y'all head y'all laughing right now i know but that's the only thing that that's the only words that would come out of my mouth at that time right i was <laughs> i was faced with you know in the back of my head, not saying something that's going to piss her off while she's giving birth. And then, you know, I'm caught in between that and caught in between not saying anything. You know, you feel like you got to say something, right? So I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's it. You got a lot of hair. That's, you know, that's what came out of my mouth. Anyway, my son being who he is, as some of you who are uh, avid listeners, as my man D. Mercy of the show, uh, yeah, I've heard and seen stories um, <laughs> for my son and just his his little personality showing out. And true to form, man, my son comes out, they hold him up, he don't say a peep. So, they, you know, like, I'm still kind of in awe, and then, like, my heart stops for a minute, because I'm like, wait, he's supposed to cry or something? And then finally, he cries, right? So I'm like, <sighs> and then they lay him on the little warm in bed and taking his weight and he starts peeing on the nurse yeah he was he was all of three minutes old and he started peeing on the nurse yeah and i and another thing the only only other words i can muster out at that point is that's my son (laughs) but man to that joy and that, the the up and down of that moment, how fast it goes, and like seeing your life basically flash before your eyes because you know your life is changing at that moment. To you know, just know like getting him in you know in the room where we stand and sleeping on that hard ass couch. Look, well I picked a recliner, but just a bit of advice. For the brothers that's about to be new dads, and I know it's a couple of y'all, do not fall for the couch. Ask for the recliner, okay? Now, the recliner ain't great, but that couch, it's going to have you stuck in the hospital. They're going to put, they're gonna have to admit you because your back is going to be hurting. Your back is going to be done. So get the recliner, just a bit of advice. And that was advice that some of my brothers that gave me hey bro get that get that recliner sleep in that recliner um but yeah <laughs> those moments to spending time with him um you know holding him and going facebook live man and calling everybody and man i was on cloud nine cloud nine 
you know, I'm like, yeah, got my son, got my got my baby boy now. In all honestly, honesty, my wife wanted a boy. I wanted a girl. Because I figured, like, all right, man, I'm a little older. <sighs> we probably ain't gonna have no more kids, you know. We got two boys, you know, my bonus kids, and then one girl, my bonus daughter, Sky. So, like, man, let's even it out, right? So I wanted a baby girl, and I knew if I had a baby girl, I was going to be wrapped. I was going to be wrapped. She, uh, look, she was going to have me wrapped around her little finger or whatever. But at the, uh, at the end, all I wanted was a healthy baby, right? And, um, you know, for the most part, that's what we got, right? But that's the next side. That's that's the Evan flowing. So you on cloud nine, and then you know the nurse comes in and says, "Hey, y'all can't go home just yet." We like why? Well, he you know has a slur- slight heart murmur, and I'm like, "Hmm, okay." And, you know, we got to do an EKG on him and all of this above. And so now anything with the heart, man, you, you, you're nervous. You're afraid. So it went from feeling like a million bucks to feeling worthless, right? Because you just, again, you see something so small and innocent, and you just want to protect it at all costs. And you want to take whatever they got going on from them. Um, so had to go through all of that. You know, and then the unknown of what the heck they talking about, because, you know, to their credit, right, nurses and doctors, man, they deal with this all day long. So some of this stuff is like it's kind of it's like normal to them. Right. But to parents, you know, you hearing it and you kind of frantic and you're afraid, you're scared. And, you know, nurses and doctors can kind of be a little lackadaisical when they, you know, oh, yeah, you got a heart murmur, you know. And I'm like, what? <laughs> That's not just a little like kind of conversation. Like, let's talk about this. Um, so you know, again, feeling like what the heck is going on? So finally, all of that squared away, we get to go home. Um, take my man to the crib, you know, and my wife decided to press breastfeed, get home. She can't produce the milk. Or he's not latching on one of the above. So then we had to go scramble to get formula so that he could obviously eat or he'd be crying all night until my my wife was able to produce the milk. So that was another thing. And I remember, man, sitting on the living room, sitting in the living room on the couch, sitting next to her, and she's holding him. And I'm sitting there stone-faced, kind of like the dude sitting there on Get Out. Like, your face is just kind (gasps) of, and I'm like, yo, what is going on? (laughs) What is going on? This is my new new life, right? Um, And then crazy enough, man, a couple days later, my wife not feeling well. But we wondering what's going on. My wife goes to an urgent care. She got the flu. She got the flu. So, guess who's thrusted in front of everything? Yeah, that's right, your boy, OTR Mike. <laughs> I was thrusted to the front of the line. That was, hey, bro, you ain't got time to, to ease your way into this situation. 
you're up, right? You're up to bat. And luckily, man, look, my mother-in-law was in town. Shout out to her. She was a huge help. But I kind of wanted to... I kind of wanted to handle and see what I could do on my own. You know what I mean? Because look, when my mother-in-law was leaving in a couple of days, I wouldn't be able to call her. My mother-in-law lives in New Jersey. So I wouldn't be able to call on her. She was not like she's around the corner. So I had to figure out some of these things, man, and the crying and, and then him being so small and new, like literally days old and, you know, I don't, I'm trying to handle him with care because I'm feeling like I'm going to hurt him. And, you know, you know, baby, you know, you know, newborns, man, they want their mama. They want their mama. Right. And the fact that he couldn't be with his mom for a couple of days it was rough. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. And, man, <laughs> then what happened after that? From, so my wife got better, you know, obviously, and things are smooth, kind of, and then it's this whole thing with my son and, you know, gas pains and colicky and all of this stuff, man. It's like, sheesh, what, why is it not like the movies? Like, the movies, they'll show you this side of it. They just show you the happy family, white picket fence, come home with the strollers, Waving to the name the neighbors, neighbors coming over to see the baby. Even though we ain't, we ain't play that, right? Yeah, I give him a couple. I give him a couple weeks before you know what I mean. Or clean your hand. Make sure your hands clean. <laughs> but that nah, that that's not what it was like, right? And um, even down to as he got older, man, a couple months old, and. I'll be honest with y'all, because this is what we do. It's open mic, right? This is open mic, and this is my safe space. And so I'm going to just keep it 100 with y'all. I had moments where I cried, right? And I cried, like I said, I spoke of in the post, like, because I felt like I wasn't doing enough, right? And there was moments, like, you know, like I said, you know how Tyler, not Tyler's, even Tyler's, but you know newborns, again, they're attached to their moms, right? And there would be moments when, you know, I would want to, hey, hey, give them to me. I'll feed them, you know, or I'll take them or I'll change them. And he's crying, right? Crying, crying, crying. And then my wife grabbed him and it's all good. <laughs> and I took that to heart, being a new parent, right? Being a new dad. I took that to heart. And I, I'm like, man, I can't, I can't even calm my son. Like, my son don't like me. Like, all of that, all of those things went through my head. And it took my wife sitting me down and saying, look, man, first of all, get yourself together. <laughs> Second, like, you know, he was in my womb for nine months, right? Um, I am his force. I'm his food source. Like there's going to become a moment where he won't want anything to do with me and want to be all up your butt, which is kind of currently now. Right. So relax. Like, it's okay. You can't take this personal right now. My wife has had other kids, you know, like I said, my bonus kid. So this is, I'm new, I'm new. So, you know, it upset me. I'm <laughs> keeping it a buck with you, man. I cried. I, 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 I cried because I just thought that, man, my son don't want me. 
So then I can't be the help that I want to be to my wife, who, again, who I was in awe of. Like my my wife ate that ate that birth childbirth like it was nothing. Like it was a like it was a sandwich. Like I'm like yo, you you walking around and doing all that now? Like I thought she was gonna be. So she gave birth to a child, eight pounds, seven ounces, came home, had the flu for a couple of days, and then was still kind of, you know, diddy bopping around the around the crib. And I'm like, yo, how you do that? <laughs> so I just wanted to be helped. I wanted to be some type of help, you know, take some things off of her, man. And I felt like I couldn't do that. So it broke me down a little bit, man. And um, so again, that's that ebb and flow of being a daddy man and being a being a new father um and then there's times when you felt like you in the way right you felt like you crowded you know you're hovering you you just want to you want to do too much so you know balancing those feelings man it was it was it was rough right it was rough for, for me personally right and i feel safe in saying I, i'm probably i know i'm not the only new father who's felt like that right but then even back to the post um like i said my boys have been vets in the game you know and it's not that i didn't believe what they said because in the post i clearly say yo, i believed them but you know to, to my own bullheadedness and stubbornness you know i felt like i'm a bi right? right just because i've been around babies all my life right you know my my nieces and nephews, my great nieces and nephews, I've had intimate relationships with them, right? You know, not on some, hey, yeah, I'll watch them for a couple hours and send them home. No, like been around me, grew up in the same households. My sister gave birth to my niece, Tierra when she was young. So, you know, we were still living in the same household. So my nieces and nephews kind of grew up with me as being like a big brother more, you know, more so than an uncle, you know what I mean? So I changed shitty diapers and all of that. Like I've been there. I was, I was there. I've been watching them through elementary school and middle school and high school graduations and proms and first boyfriends, first girlfriends, all of that. Yeah. Like I was kind of that, that guy that they called upon. So I'm like, man, I'm ready for this. And boy, was I wrong. <laughs> and that's what my boys tried to explain to me. Like, man, it's different, right? It's it's different. And it it really, it really, really was. There's <laughs> no lie about that. It really was different. And, man, even to this point, man, my son, four years old, just turned four um, a couple, about a month or so ago. And <laughs> his personality and you know, it's it's just a new challenge. Every, no matter what stage of their life is in, right? You never get rid of the side of them being sick, right? You know, they go into daycare or school and things like that, and they get sick. And then my son, I tease him, but I call him a you know a COVID baby, right? Like because he grew up in that 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 time, man, when we went through that. So that extra protection. So like. Little things excite my son now. <laughs> Going outside is like a new adventure for him because he was sheltered for the first year of his life. His first birthday was was a virtual birthday party. 
Yeah, on Zoom. You know what I mean? Like, that's just crazy times, you know, that we went through, that I went through as a parent. And I even thank God, man, that, you know, he was born before all of that mess. Because I don't know what I would have done, you know, at that time frame when you had women giving birth and nobody can be in the room with them. You know what I mean? And like, they got to sit in the car. You know, that type deal, man. I'd be going nuts, you know, so. um, But just raising him through all of that mess and, you know, still the job is just, it never ends, right? And, and the whole lack of sleep part, that's facts, right? And I don't think you ever get sleep again as a parent, right? Because you, you always worry about your child, no matter if they two days old. Or 42 years old, right? You're just always going to worry about that. Um, and then you just have a new task, man, of, of raising somebody, man. And you know how much um, you will impact their upbringing, right? And that's, that's, a, that's a tall task, man. And it's, it's not a job that I take lightly, man. So, look, I'm, I'm kind of rambling here, you know, but... That's what happened, man. Seeing that that Facebook memory, man, it made me reflect on my first four years as a parent, man. And, man, it is, as Donnie said, man, it's fun. It's great, man. But it's, it is, it can be stressful, right? Um, but all of the stresses that come out of it, man, and watching, you know, like I said, watching your kids, you know, deal with colds or flus or you know, God forbid, some kids who, who had COVID and things like that. Man, you know, you want to take all of that from them. And um, if you could, you would as a parent. That's just, just that's just that feeling that you have once you become someone's someone's father or someone's mom or whatever the case may be. And like I said, man, the job is just it's never over. Right. It's a it's a lifelong contract that you saw being a parent or being being a dad, you know. And then there's another aspect, the things that cross my mind of being not just being a father, but being a father of a black child, black boy. Right. There's a whole his innocence. Right. He don't know nothing. My son is, is super friendly, man. My son will walk outside and speak and wave to any and everybody, no matter what their skin color is, you know? Um, and I want to keep him as innocent as he can, as long as he can. But there's a whole nother real world aspect that he's going to have to learn. And that's for me to teach him and prepare him for, right? So, yeah, man, that that's kind of where that post took me, right? And then, you know, before I get out of here, I, I do want to give a little bit of advice to, you know, fathers who or new, soon to be new father, right? Don't be like me, right? Even though I did, like I said, don't take it wrong. Don't take me wrong. I listened to my boys. I really did, right? And I took all of the advice. But that little bit of stubbornness, right? thought that I was, you know, more prepared for it than I was. 
So my advice to you guys is to listen. <laughs> listen to me and what I'm telling you right now, right? Um, you know, listen to the advice and that that your friends who are already fathers that they're giving you, right? Be prepared for any and everything, right? And there is one of the things that was always told to me is like, yo, there's no manual for this. And that's 100% true, right? And another person I want to shout out, shout out to a former coworker of mine, Naira. She would always ask me, like, when are you going to have kids? And I would say, man, I'm not ready. And one bit of thing, one bit of knowledge that she dropped on me that I've never forgotten up until the point of even having my own child. And she said, you will always be able to say you're not ready to be a father or a parent because it's just not something you can prepare for. You can try to prepare uh, financially. You know, you can you can try to prepare from a stand. You can set up the house to be baby proof as, as baby proof as you as it can be. Fort Knox of baby proofing. Right. You can do those type of things. But the mental side of it, the on the fly side of it, the the part that's unpredictable, you'll you'll never be able to say 100 percent that, hey, I'm ready. Right. Because you just don't know. There's a there's a bit of unknown to being a, a parent and a father. So listen, you know listen and yeah, take advice you know and I had you know as I said in the post man shout out to all the people who were coaching me through that thing because I had a lot of people and on that particular post man I had a lot of people saying like yo you're doing a great job you know there's as I just said there's no manual to it keep pushing um even some that said man you had a great example in your father you know you know so you you're gonna be good and that's a whole nother aspect too, like going through that journey of becoming a father and losing my dad and not having him to lean on, man. It was tough, right? Now, like I said, I had my boys, you know, to lean on. I had other, you know, father-like figures to lean on, but it's nothing like being able to call your dad and say, man, how'd you handle this, right? Um, and I didn't have that, you know, so that was tough for me. But lean on those people. To my all my new brothers that's about to become dads, man, lean on those people. And I don't want to scare you like they scared me <laughs> because it's a great thing. It's a great thing, and it's going to change your life in the most beautiful, most positive way. It is. But just listen, man. The more you listen and listen to the advice and take heed to it, man, you'll be just fine. So, yeah, man, look, I hope I ain't rambled too long. You know, I, I, like I said, I ain't had no notes on this. This kind of just hit me and I wanted to get on here and record this. So I hope, you know, you guys liked it. I hope I ain't wasn't talking in circles. Sometimes I can do that, especially when I'm spitballing these things. But, man, I appreciate y'all listening. Um, and I hope you feel my reflection of my first four years as a father. So that's the show, man. Um, appreciate y'all, man. Like y'all, look, y'all are dope. You guys are dope. But before I get out of here, as you can see, for those watching, um, 
on the ticker below, there is a uh, web address for my Patreon, as I already said, and there's also uh, a link, a web address for the Roundup meet and greet that we're having. Um, it'll be in Columbia, Maryland at Busboy and Poets. You can get tickets at Eventbrite. Just search up Roundup Meetup or Meet and Greet, and it will pop up. And trust me, it is going to be a good time. Um, just to give you a quick, quick uh, understanding of what's going on, I got a short video to show you. So check this out. So that's right, man. It's a meet and greet. We call it the Roundup Meet and Greet. As you saw, it'll be Brodney and Jose at Lunch Break Hot Take. It will be Coach Athens of Sip to Tally Film. It'll be Chris just joking of the uh, cover, deep cover podcast. I'm sorry. Hendo of the Rogue Pod and myself of Open Mic, which was truly, man, it is going to be a dope event. Come and get free food. Come and get free soft drinks. Okay, free soft drinks. Yeah, that stuff, it'll be there, but it might cost you a little bit. Nah, but we'll have giveaways, man. We'll have tables set up to sell merch. Yeah, man, it's it's going to be dope. We're going to have music. The venue is amazing. Um, some of the locals have heard of Busboy and Poets. It is a nice spot. Some of you have seen it. Um, and then, you know, for my out-of-town listeners, man, come on in. Come, come check us out, man. We got a lot of people coming in. Uh, from as far as California, shout out to Suge, man. He, I think he's coming in town, man. So check it out. Look, tickets are going quick, so you can get your tickets on Eventbrite at Roundup Meetup and Meetup and Meet and Greet. I'm sorry, I'm forgetting. Um, just search that up on Eventbrite, and it will come up. Um, so I hope to see you there. All right, but that's the show, man. I am your boy OTR Mike, man. You can follow me on TikTok and Twitter at OTR underscore Mike. You can find me on Instagram at OTR Mike underscore. If you have not subscribed to this channel already, go ahead over there and subscribe, man. I'm on the road to 500 subscribers. Got a little ways to go, but I know you guys are going to help me get there, so I appreciate you in advance. Uh, for those of my audio listeners, man, I am on all your favorite podcast streaming platforms. I'm there, man. And while you're there, give your boy a five-star rating. I appreciate you again. Um, and that's the show, man. I'll catch y'all next week. I holla. Peace.